Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, we'll be talking about heartbreak, rejection and disappointment. Yes, it's a deep one for the soul, sis. From being cheated on to having to cut a friend off. How do you heal, build yourself back up and trust again when you've been betrayed, left? down or hurt by someone else's actions first of all we're back on season two <laughs> <laughs> let's lighten up the load real lighten quick up the mood hey welcome guys. back we missed you we really did those two weeks away were first of all much needed but also <laughs> we are back with so much more if you're not already following us on at to my sisterhood on instagram you're missing out we're on really, really so missing much out. content and just glorious memes from the meme queen herself <laughs> <laughs> absolutely loving it uh but we are back with more juicy conversation yes yeah and today's one we're kicking it off with a really deep one which was actually requested by our sisters whoop, over whoop. on the mailing list yep, actually that's right so if you're not on the mailing list <laughs> you're missing out so in today's conversation we're talking about heartbreak rejection and disappointment how apt to be talking about this on valentine's day i feel like in order to prepare for a healthy relationship yeah you really need to have healed over past pains yep, right yep, all that and so this is a great time to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> whether you're with somebody or you're alone yeah. or with family because remember valentine's day is not just about you know your romantic Courtney's looking at me it like. is, it is. It's, a, it's, a, it's about your significant other but, <laughs> but nonetheless I get what you mean though if you want to love anyone properly you really need to heal yeah and sure. this one's gonna be a deep one I feel it inside of my soul because <laughs> I've had first-hand experience mm. of this have you yeah yeah so tell us about that <laughs> whoa straight for the jugular where's my let me get my water no, <laughs> no I'm trolling um, yes, I've had first-hand experience of heartbreak in mm. a number of different realms as well, not just romantic, also in friendships as well. Those <sighs> ones are tight. Like sometimes friendship breakups hurt worse than 100%. romantic 100%. breakups. But yeah, I've definitely experienced heartbreak. Um, romantically, I mean, with my past partners, mm. just situations where um, one person has like moved away. So mm. the fact that it just didn't work long distance wise, yeah um also <coughs> infidelity oh. <laughs> Once, and it sucks it oh. sucks so bad um so yeah that's just a tight situation and i think with the thing with heartbreak is heartbreak will have you doing some crazy stuff 100 you will be well at least for me in mm. my case i was out here listening to i had a playlist on spotify yes. called for heartbreak i was listening to all for of for heartbreak yeah i was listening to all wow. you know um what do you call it trey songs can't yeah. be friends um <laughs> that's my go-to you do know? you know do you get um even trey songs just in general he has some great heartbreak, heartbreak songs music. you know what i mean yeah. um a little bit of usher there drake of yeah. course marvin's room back in the day Jasmine when i was young Sullivan. do you know all of that in terms of like the friendship stuff as well yeah because yeah like i said friendship breakups can hurt a little 
a bit worse than 100%. romantic relationships. There have been situations where I've had to end the friendship mm. or cut off certain people. And it's never a nice feeling, yeah. particularly because in like friendship is a nice and it's a beautiful thing to 100%. share with somebody. And when that relationship goes toxic, um, it can be really, really depressing for yeah. all parties involved. Yeah. Um, I remember someone that was previously a really good friend of mine. And when I say really good friend of mine, I was probably a better friend than he was to me. That's the team. And that was part of the reason why our friendship eventually ended. Mm. Um, because, yeah, we had a very frank conversation and decided that it was time for us to go our separate ways. Right. Um, and also it's happened previously as well with a couple of my other really like close friends yeah. where we've just decided that our the nature of where our relationship was at mm -hmm. was no longer conducive for any of like neither of us. It was yeah. it just wasn't mutually beneficial. Yeah. In fact, it had gone the opposite way. Mm. And yeah, heart, heartbreak is tough. And I've hated going through heartbreak. Yeah. Like Courtney knows I'm not a particularly emotional person mm. in the sense that I don't like to like revel in my emotions. Right. But when I do experience heartbreak, it can, it hurts a lot. Like it 100%. really, really hurts. Like I, I don't like talking. Yeah too tough i'm just like i feel like i'm going through a roller coaster mm. and then having to deal with the outfall of the heartbreak as well so yeah. the memories that you shared with someone yeah. you know or like if you're still following them on socials like oh, i no, will I still be that. That. No. <laughs> you've got to go from all spaces everybody's blocked 100 percent but yeah, if you come across, say, like for me, coming across like an ex-partner on yeah. social media. Yeah. Now it's actually not deep at all. But like back in the day, I'll come across their social media and I'm just like, I'm burning inside. <laughs> burning inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's so true. And then, yeah, like those are kind of like my experiences with heartbreak. And then dealing with like the aftermath transition period as well mm. like where like you're not talking but then sometimes you might send a text or they yeah. might send a text or yeah. something will bring up the, the memories yeah. like, or you see each other or, or you yeah. see each other yeah. or people ask you the awkward questions how so and so <gasps> oh are you gonna invite so and so no oh. no and they're just like oh why they're dead to me <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but miss courtney talk to yeah. me yeah you kind know of what have you experienced oh loads i think my first heartbreak is gonna sound so mushy but it came i would say from like family mm -hmm. i think mm. family breaks your heart first i mm. think when people don't live up to your expectations of them Interesting. um and when you don't especially when you're younger, right? And yeah. you don't have a concept, you don't have a real um, concept of heartbreak, but you've been disappointed yeah. and you felt rejected. For me, it was like from certain family members, from certain sides of my family, um, or even just, you know, having your parents disappoint you, you know, in, in your expectations of them and what you think that they should do. If they don't live up to that, you kind of start thinking, oh, is it my fault? Is yeah. it me? Is it something that I could do? Mm. Um, and then I think when I got older, my first romantic heartbreak was, I've always, I think I've told this story on the podcast mm -hmm, before of mm -hmm. when my friend cheated that with was, my boyfriend. That's still a madness to me. But that wasn't my first heartbreak. That was my first, like, that friend had to get cut off, but I was kind of get coming to terms with that. We were similarly to you, just in different places, that that was like a natural, there was a natural separation there. Mm. And she just, like, cut the cord when she did that, yeah, right? Yeah. So it was like, you're not really a friend anymore. Mm. Even though we were childhood best friends, we've, we've distanced. And I think sometimes those natural distance things, you can just 
you've got to move on you at do. some point, yeah. right? But my first actual heartbreak, I remember, I remember I've done a story time about this on my YouTube, but I was dating this guy. Yeah. Found out he actually had a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Renee, when I tell you I was in love, God. I was in love with this guy, right? Mm. From what I knew at 16 years old. But to then find out he actually has a girlfriend and he got this girlfriend after he started seeing me. No. Yeah. So I was like, wait, so I didn't make the cut and yet you still got me here like dangling. And obviously at 16 years old, you've already created all these fantasies in your mind of, oh, I found the one and he's perfect and all of that. I remember I found out on Facebook. Just, no. I'm a chief FBI agent, by the way. I really do a yeah, lot of like are. social media. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, in this case, clearly I didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> but when I did find out on Facebook, yeah. I remember I called him. And this is like the middle of the night. It must have been like midnight. I called yeah. him and I'm like, I've just seen on Facebook, um, you p- posting pictures of this girl, said her name. And I just want to know, is that your girlfriend? Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, even said, yeah, he didn't even try and deny. No, it. no, no, to now. And he was like, um, oh, he said something to me, but mm. it was basically along the lines of like, I don't have to tell you. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Why did you have to know? Whatever. And I was just like, wow. So that immediately I knew. My stop God. talking to me. I never want to see you again. Number one, but number two, my whole heart is crushed. Mm. And I remember that very evening from mm-hmm. midnight to like 5 a.m. <laughs> I just sat at my computer desk crying, and there was like tears and snot <laughs> all over the table of me just crying for like a solid five hours. And the only reason why I stopped was my mom got up to get to work right at yeah. 5 a.m. And she comes into the living room. She just starts shouting at me like, why the heck are you awake at 5am? Why are you crying? Go to bed. (laughs) And I just remember like, I woke up that next morning thinking, my life is over. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think what it was, it wasn't just losing that relationship. It was what that relationship represented to me. Mm. It felt like I would never get back. In the sense that for me at that time, my self-worth was in that relationship. It was in the fact that this guy liked me. Mm. He, From what he presented, mm. he was obsessed with me. Like it was a thing of, this gives me so much validation and so much security. And also I trust someone. I've trusted someone with a vulnerable part of me. I've, I've laughed with this person and all of that. Shared parts and experiences with this person. And now they've just proven that that meant absolutely nothing to me it was just like how do I trust again how do I build a relationship and a connection with somebody like this yeah again yeah I can't mm. men are liars mm. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I was telling myself like wow men are like this is wow this is and this is what's so hard about heartbreak it completely shapes your outlook on the future mm. it completely mm. shapes your approach to your next relationship or your next friendship yeah. or your next interaction with somebody you actually change you change your behavior you're less trusting you're less accepting you, your guards are all the way up and you start to think I was selfless in this relationship and somebody took that for granted, right? Mm. So in my next relation, my next relationship, friendship, whatever, I'm gonna be less selfless. Yeah. Because people can cross you. Yeah. That's a very dangerous place to be because what you actually do is shut out love. Mm-hmm. You shut you shut out having a positive experience because you're not willing to give anymore. So I feel like that brings us naturally onto our next topic, which mm-hmm. is 
after that heartbreak that I experienced, I had to build some serious boundaries, right? Yeah. And it's easy to build walls and not boundaries. And I feel like there's a difference. Like there's a massive difference. But how did you get to that place where you cut off that friend? Yeah. Right. But at the same time, how do you do that with love in your heart still for the person? Yeah. Um, Cutting people off is never nice. Yeah. It doesn't feel nice in the moment. Yeah. And it's not meant to, mm. but it's necessary. And I think that when the problem with cutting people off or rather the way that we think about cutting people off mm. is it can be very like it's over the top almost. and it's fine it's very much like don't ever speak to me again get out of my life i'm blocking you on everything yeah. nobody above blocking <laughs> when i think it's best to if you can depending mm. on this like some situations actually call for that type of cutting 100 but most of the time cutting people off can be precipitated by you actually having a conversation with the person yeah so in that instance with my friend mm. we actually decided to go for a coffee mm. and we aired out all of our grievances to each other okay. so That's very i it's, it's it's very mature and it's a very difficult place to get to yeah so don't feel like you have to do it like straight off the bat um but having said that don't think that like at least in the friendship um, capacity this is a lot easier in a way but yeah. in romantic situations a lot of us go seeking for closure um which i don't believe in <laughs> we'll get we'll get onto that in a second we'll get onto that in a second but in terms of yeah cutting off that particular friend yeah we add our grievances i shared the fact that you know i felt that this relationship was no longer serving us mm. both of us mm. because i think it's also important to talk about yourself in the context of the relationship right. both of you like where are the areas that, you know, they fell down in? Yeah, Where are the areas you. that you fell down in? And then talk about the fact that, you know, maybe it's best for us to actually just leave the situation yeah. alone, go yeah. and grow away from each other and see how it goes. Yeah. So yeah, in that situation, I literally said, listen, this is not serving either of us. Yeah. I feel like this is not a reciprocal relationship. And we are no longer friends. We can be acquaintances. It, it sounded so weird. Yeah. It sounded so dramatic, but I literally said, look, we can't be friends right mm. now. Um, you're not playing the role of a friend in my life right, right. now. So it doesn't make sense for me to give you that. Right. Um, and we parted amicably, Parted you know, we left and I hadn't heard from him in a really long while. Yeah. Like every now and again, maybe a happy birthday or, mm. hey, how are you doing? But definitely not to the same depth that it was when we yeah. considered each other friends. Yeah. So I think it's about having that internal process where you go through what you're feeling and you're thinking and all that kind of stuff. Journaling also helps. Yeah. Um, I journaled a lot during that time and wrote down how I was, you know, feeling and thinking. And then trying to be as, I don't want to say objective because nobody really is objective, but trying to be as understanding as possible and trying to uh, like really figure out the ways in which this is just not working anymore mm. and find a mature way to express that as, as well that doesn't do more damage to the relationship yeah because i think there's also the temptation that when you are cutting off a friend it's like that's now my op right whereas in this situation i don't want ops i don't know about all of you guys i don't want ops. You like peace. i like peace just because we're no longer cool doesn't mean we have to be actively hating yeah, each other don't have to be enemies. um we don't have to be enemies yeah. irrespective of what has happened in you know the relationship yeah i know that's a lot more difficult when you've been offended yeah if you've been for example cheated on yeah. it's hard to Ooh. be <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
it is hard yeah. to be mature in that kind of yeah. situation or if you've been stabbed in the back by a friend mm-hmm. it's really hard to be mature in that situation but in in that particular um circumstance mm-hmm. you need to be selfish not about yourself but mm. about your peace yeah that is so good be selfish about your peace i completely agree i think you have to be selfish about your peace but i also think there's a way to build healthy boundaries mm. like for example like you were saying with the cheating one example yeah not everyone should have the same level of access to you yeah. after they've shown you their true character or oh. what they're capable of oh, is actually oh, very foolish. I do believe in forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I do believe in still, of course, like you said, not having enemies, still having genuine love and desire for that person to experience a good thing. Mm-hmm. But what I don't think is healthy is allowing them to have the same privileges and the same access that they had to you after they've shown you that they're not capable of being trusted with it Mm. right Mm. and that's what i found with my relationships my past relationships where there may have been infidelity or there may just have been disrespect Mm. um i think it's really important to just be aware of that it's easy to want to believe the best in people right it's easy to want to tell yourself oh they'll change this friend that you've had since you were a child you know you remember you reminisce on how great they used to be and all the good moments that you've had and there's no denying they wouldn't have been your friend or you wouldn't have had a relationship with them if there wasn't good moments mm. the problem is the bad moments and the bad behavior are heavy <laughs> they're heavy <laughs> and how are you going to respond to them because sometimes you can just reinforce yeah. that that's okay you're yeah. happy to take it right because you just want to have someone around you don't want to lose another friend you don't want to lose that relationship and you're more scared of this new life of being alone or being without them that's Mm. a new normal and you're afraid that what if i don't get used to that new normal yeah right but that doesn't mean you should stay in a situation that makes you actually unhappy and that that causes you to continuously compromise so what i was saying about the access to you building a healthy boundary is saying you can't have that same level of access to me anymore and sometimes that is I'm going to change my number or I'm going to get rid of your number. I'm going to block you. I'm going to put myself in a place that will allow me to have an environment to heal. Mm. Because I think that's what it's about. It's about creating for yourself an environment that allows you to heal properly, right? If constantly seeing that person, if constantly being surrounded by um, memories of what they've done to you or just feelings of being suffocated almost like i can't get free of this person how are you then going to form a life where you can exist without them comfortably right especially if there's been an unhealthy dependence there but i also think in the in the case of like family members that's where it can be really hard to create a boundary especially if you live with people (laughs) but also with family right there's this idea that i should have access to your life right with family members it's the the entitlement. entitlement and it's like yeah you don't choose your family but when you get older, you can choose who is around you. You can choose who has input into your life, whose opinions you think are important. Who do you think should help you navigate through this life? That is a privilege that not everyone should have, in my opinion. Mm. I think you can either be vocal or through your actions display that you don't get to have this much proximity to me. Just because you have an opinion in a, about my life, it doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Why? Because I don't believe you have my best interest at heart. Yeah. And I think that's what you need to question. Sometimes we want to cut people off because they've said something we didn't agree with mm. or they've done something that mm. we wouldn't necessarily mm. do. Mm. You're not in a relationship mm. with someone just because they're like you, right? Some people will do things that offend you 
but it's for your best interest, right? But then there's the other things where it's like, I don't believe the way you're acting is because you love me. I think there's a different motive there. And it's not just, it may not be to like explicitly hurt me, but it may be to just satisfy your selfish desires and to just make yourself happy. But what about me? You know, if you're going to do that at my expense, are we actually friends? Do you actually care? Because of that, I can't let you have an input into the way my life is then going to navigate because Mm. you don't have my best interest at heart. You're not serving the goal, my destiny. Mm. You're not serving me. And of course, it's all about codependence. It's all about serving each other at the same time. So that's when it's a great time to just put in healthy boundaries. But at the same time, do not be bitter. Oh, do not wish them the worst because oh listen it never works it just it really doesn't and it just shows all of that active energy right that could be utilized towards your healing yeah is just going thinking about them what Mm. they're doing and all that kind of stuff and another thing i wanted to like add real quickly is don't be tempted to replace them so quickly we fall into the trap listen Let's, we know it's cold in these streets we know it's, <laughs> it's nice to have chilly. somebody to hug on we know it's nice to have you know a friend and all that kind of stuff but there is also this obsession as you said to have somebody around yeah and if you can't normalize being alone yeah because we've spoken about this before but there is a distinction between being alone and lonely, lonely. if you can't handle being alone yeah it's going to become a problem when you now try and start replacing people yeah into your life because yeah. it's first of all it's not fair no nope. the person is now you know trying to fulfill shoes they're being used and be actively being used without their consent and probably not to their knowledge either nope. and it just won't work because they never will live up to the perfect fantasy yeah. that you have of that relationship in yeah. your mind so try not to give into the urge to have rebound friends or relationships it. or They're it just rebound. doesn't work yeah I've, I've literally got a, a video on this where i talk about having a pit stop yeah like yeah. some of us are on the road to recovery but we take a pit stop yeah like we we use somebody as just a rest stop of okay i'm gonna just start dating this person to uh, to boost up my self-esteem yeah to boost up my ego to to remind me that i still got it i'm still cute but that's not why people exist. They don't, they don't. And when you start to use, we always say this thing of like, people don't just exist to satisfy your needs. But when you do a rebound situation, that's mm. exactly how you treat people, yeah. right? You treat people like you're simply here to make me feel better. But I don't care about you. Don't care about how you feel. Everything I even do for you, the basis is actually to serve me. It has nothing to do with you, right? That is so selfish. It's crazy. It's so selfish. And that's why we go around harming people. That's how we go around causing other people's traumas and heartbreaks and not even realizing it because we got out of it what we wanted, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be self-aware episode one and i've just <laughs> we're there we're there. Got to be i was wondering i was keeping the tally courtney i was like when is this gonna appear in the episode <laughs> but yeah you've got to be self-aware enough to realize you're because you've been heartbroken it's like when somebody smashes a vase yeah. right or smashes a glass it wasn't the glass's fault but now the glass is a threat to yeah. other people it's that's, sharp that's it's a really it can good cause pain right mm-hmm. and so you have to realize that though it wasn't your fault, you are a bit, you've got some recovery to do. You're a bit sharp. You're a bit sharp <laughs> right now. And if you start exposing yourself to new people, you can, without wanting to, mm. become a danger. Mm. 
in the way that you talk to people and the way you think about people. Like I, I remember then navigating new relationships and feeling like I can't trust you. Mm, I can't, I yeah. don't need to respect you. Yeah. I can question everything that you do or even in new friendships, right? You just think I'm not going to be as good of a friend as I was before. Yeah. Or even when people have shown you that they changed, like in the case of family members, even if people are trying the scar of that past pain won't let you move on. You are that person who did that thing to me. And sometimes we bind people to their past actions, mm-hmm. giving them absolutely no room to evolve and no room for grace yeah. when we also need it, right? Yeah, yeah. So putting up a healthy boundary, be sure to balance that with forgiveness, but boundaries are not bad, right? Boundaries are not, they're healthy, in fact, they are healthy. They are healthy. They're needed. No peace. To no peace, you must know boundaries. <laughs> you must know boundaries. I love that. <laughs> to no peace. So then with that, with all the tribulation, I guess, of heartbreak, rejection, all of the disappointment, how do you build yourself back up? Because mm. there's one thing I feel like all of these things do to you. Yeah. It gives you insecurities. Yeah. It makes you... So, <laughs> the first thing you start to wonder yeah. when someone hurts you is yeah. what did I do to deserve this, mm, right? Mm. And you start to poke holes in your character. You start to poke holes in even the way you look. Am I good enough, right? Mm. Did I do mm. enough? Did I do the right things? Have I pushed them away? Did I make them make this bad decision, yeah. right? How do you heal from that when you're asking mm. yourself all these questions? It's tight. Um there's a number of ways Mm. um first of all is you do need to depersonalize it yeah when somebody chooses to hurt you that's not a reflection of you that's a reflection of them facts and as much as you can you know poke holes in the way you look or what you've done and all that kind of stuff if they had an issue with you Mm. and they've offended you and they haven't like vocalized that issue with you before they offended you. Right. That's a them problem and not a you problem. Right. So in the context of say you've been cheated on, yeah. right? Commonly you'll have like your partner saying, oh, you know, there were these issues in our relationship. So yeah. I felt I needed to cheat. That's not a you problem. Right. That's a them problem. Because the way that you resolve conflict in relationships and the way that you resolve issues in relationships is within internally. Yeah. You talk to your partner and yeah. you communicate. You don't jumped the gun and yeah. go into somebody else's bed it's just not do you know what i mean well, some not, people reacted like they slipped and fell they and you pushed them into somebody else's bed beloved <laughs> you are unfaithful <laughs> you are an adulterer that is a problem for you <laughs> that's something you have to sleep with you that's a character issue for you that's a character issue so try and depersonalize it as much as possible and find practices to help you on that healing journey give yourself space yeah we often think like oh like i want to show that i'm up like i'm ready there's also that element right that's like i don't want to look like this has affected me yeah and because of that you're actually delaying your own healing because you're not giving yourself time to to actually mourn the relationship a relationship has died yes mourning in the same way that if somebody that you love dies that relationship that thing you shared with that person has died Mm. you need to mourn it you need time to like really process those emotions so taking it a day at a time actually like like I said earlier, journaling really helped me like reflect on my emotions. Go to therapy if you don't already yeah. do. That's really, really helpful yeah. um, to work through those emotions and actually have practical things that you can do to mm. like process that um, is really important. And do think that you actually love so yeah. that you can could, like rebuild your confidence yeah. as well. Um, like in the past, whenever I went through a breakup, goodness gracious me, like I was... 
I wouldn't say a wreck, but I was a wreck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a wreck. Especially if it's somebody that you love and you thought loved you. It can hurt so, mm. so bad. Mm. And I think also being honest about that, like yeah. being honest about the fact that it affected you. Yeah. It's cool. Like there's no need to keep it gangster, keep it a hundred or stuff like that. You love this person. They loved you. It didn't work out. Yeah. Cry. It's yeah. okay. Sob. It's okay, be sis. Angry. Cry. Be angry. Don't be sending them no drunk messages no, no, or no, any. No, no, don't no. be texting yeah. them or anything like that. But, but Grace, but, if you do, I mean, we all been there. I mean, we've been, yeah, we've actually absolutely. <laughs> I have said many a long paragraph I, in my lifetime. Oh, God, no. <laughs> it, there's have one you thing. never sent a long paragraph? I have, like, my, like. And my then clients. at the end, you, I wish you all the best. Oh, 100%. That's true. I, I wish you that. nothing but the best I in life. I feel like, I don't know, because I know that guys don't read them. What a rubbishness. I know, After they don't read them. all of that time to write it. And I, that's But what, sometimes you just need to vent. Yeah, sometimes like it's, not, just, for the, it's yeah, not for them. It's, it's not for them. For it's just so you can get your words on paper. Yeah. How you feel. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to send it. Do it in your notes. Yeah. Just don't send it. But I feel like getting it out, that this is how I feel. This is how I'm looking at the situation. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I mean, yeah, you don't have to click send. No, you don't. You don't. It, don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you know that it will be received. Okay. Yeah. In fact, whether they receive it well or not, Sha, you said what you had to say. You said what you had to say, and that's the most important thing. So there's definitely that. Um, and also, like, really take some time to remember that you are actually the ish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has taken me. If there's one thing that I really, really regret is allowing heartbreak, disappointment, and a lot of my life experiences to make me feel lesser than I am, mm. and make me feel as though I have I'm low in value, yeah. or I don't have anything to add, yeah. or that maybe it's a me thing mm. that you know my relationship didn't work out. That's the biggest regret that I would have when it comes to like dealing with heartbreak. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, you know, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. This is how we can work through it. But that doesn't diminish my character. Yeah. It doesn't diminish my capacity to love again. Um, and I think, yeah, what you mentioned about heartbreak shaping. Heartbreak can sometimes, if you don't deal with it, really ruin some of the relationships you're going to enter to into the future before you've entered into them. Because 100%. you're already thinking this person's going to cheat on me or yeah. this person's a liar or yeah. like all men are trash. Yeah. And da, 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 da. But being unafraid to love again is important it's yeah. an important part and it's an important place that you need to yeah. get to yeah. and understanding that you are capable of being loved i was literally about to say that that like, you deserve it i think it's easy to in those moments of insecurity of thinking what did i do what could i do better yeah you start allowing the fear of being heartbroken rejected and disappointed mm determine your future steps yeah and like we always say fear is not a good leader it is not a good um it's not a good thing to let determine your actions you need to be doing things in full freedom yeah and with a genuine desire to see yourself get the best right and i think that when you approach love and your next relationship it's easy to say you don't deserve a good thing or that a good thing isn't out there Mm. and i think that that's the biggest lie we feed ourselves that like like you said like all men are going to act this way or all women are going to act this way or no one is going to love me properly because we start to think i don't deserve that yeah right yeah you do you do deserve that. And in fact, it's let you know that I now have not red flags that I'm looking for, but I have a standard, yeah. right? I have a, I've had a bad experience with somebody. I don't want that again, right? And you 
out you laid that out you don't have to do it on the first date please don't but in the sense that like <laughs> Can you, you know for yourself <laughs> you better not cheat on me <laughs> we're not in a relationship like yo can someone bring the bill for the <laughs> like what um but i think at the same time you have to know for yourself yes i've built new boundaries and i've even built new boundaries with myself but mm. also mm-hmm. even if you're going to develop after that and you're going to grow after that in terms of maybe maybe there are parts of you that you're thinking hmm, if I was more like this they would have wanted me yeah, right yeah. if that's a genuine insecurity you now need to work to a place where the motivating factor to change that is not the disappointment it's your own desire to change because it's now easy to make other people your perception of what other people want mm. then change you yeah that's not you becoming for example Oh, maybe if I was a lot more, uh, maybe if I was slimmer, he would have stayed with me, right? And now you're going to go and kill yourself in the gym because you think that's what's going to keep your next person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's not true. Mm -hmm. Because what if they cheat on you when you're skinny? (laughs) (laughs) And also if you do, I just, I'm just not, I don't believe that if someone loved you, they would do that. Mm. Like why should... The, like in that kind of context but you know people why should say that dumb thing of like i do love you i just had like a no bad moment no no yeah i just no yeah i think our perception of what love is anyway is sometimes very flawed yeah, yeah. oh that's a whole nother yeah 100 but no i just don't i don't believe if you i mean it's not that i don't believe that if you loved a person you wouldn't cheat on them mm. In principle, yes. If yeah. you love someone, you respect them. Yeah. And for me, something like cheating is yeah. one of the highest forms of disrespect 100%. that you can you can tolerate, you, yeah. you can experience. So it's not even a love thing; it's a respect thing. To yeah. Me. If you, it's cool if you love me. Yeah. That's that's lovely. Yeah. But if you don't respect me, mm. that your love means very little. I hear to that. Me. I hear that. But for me, I think it's also it's an honor for your promise to the person yeah like sometimes it's not even about the other person like yeah. i me respecting you me loving you actually the primary reason why i'm not going to hurt you as a friend right you're my best friend how mm. am i gonna the reason why i wouldn't hurt you is because you're my best friend yeah and that to me my word means something mm-hmm. if i say i'm gonna be there for you i'm gonna support you I want to keep my word. I don't want to betray that. It, it's not even just thinking about how will it make you feel. It's what does that say about my character? Mm-hmm. What does that say about who I am? And that's why we're saying if somebody makes a choice to break your heart, if yeah. somebody makes a choice to betray your trust, it is their choice. And it's a reflection of their character, not on who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to get into our minds of you've shown me a part of you that I now need to believe I need to believe that that is how you are. You've yeah. shown me that you're capable of doing this thing. Yeah. And until you also show me as much evidence, if not more, to show me that you you are no longer like that, I'm going to go based off of your present actions. Mm-hmm. And if your words are saying something that your actions don't follow, you're a liar, <laughs> right? And I need to I need to believe that. I need to take a space because a lot of us, we, we fall into these bad habits of, well, they say they love me, 
but have they shown they love you, mm. right? Mm. They say they're my friend, but have they shown you they're a friend? And the only way you can measure up whether their actions are good enough is if you have a good definition of what these things mean. Mm-hmm. Do you have a good and healthy definition of what love means or is it shaped by your past pain and trauma? Do you have a good, healthy definition of what friendship means or is it shaped by your past disappointments, right? If you're going to be, if your definition of love is already flawed, everything that is presented to you will already be a mismatch, right? Or you don't know what you're looking for. And so that's why I think for me, after past relationships, I had to go on this kind of like break from just relationships to rebuild my understanding of what a healthy relationship even is. Mm -hmm. Like what, what does it mean to be a good friend? What does it mean to have a good friend? What does it mean to have a a faithful, good boyfriend that supports you? What does it mean to be a supportive girlfriend? Because I'm not going to say I wasn't problematic in some of the relationships Mm -hmm. that I was in. But all of these require you sometimes to take a step back. Yes, you can learn on the job, but that's there's a lot of mistakes that are involved in that. (laughs) So for me, I wanted to take a step back and think to myself, no, I actually want healthy images and a healthy understanding of what these are so that I can perform them and live up to them and also receive them, right? Because you are worthy and you are deserving of a good, flourishing relationship and do not rush into something that is not that. Yeah. Um, Because those things aren't even worth making it work. They're not. They're not. So, (laughs) no, because every relationship is going to be full of challenges, right? Every relationship is going to be full of their ups and their downs but there are some that are worth fighting through and there are others which blatantly show you i need to leave yeah you like, must I go, need to Pack go. Up. this Pack is in. this is not going to get better Pack it in. and you just have to be willing to let those things go it's not a wasted time it's an it's another experience in your yeah. arsenal but do not subject yourself to pain like don't it's not there's nothing noble it's about not it right all of these people that brag oh he's been she's been with me through thick and thin and it's the thick is you cheated oh, on her 15 times and you boy. have six kids sisters let me tell you something if there's one thing that me and courtney do not advocate you see this ride or die type situation <laughs> you hold already on, know i know i'm speaking to somebody we want to release you from the bondage of ride or die <laughs> nobody is riding to die Sis, you deserve better death should not be your portion <laughs> understand through like, thick and Thing. No, um, my empress, my queen, that's been with me through the trenches. Let me tell you something. We don't, we don't. And we don't why? Speak of why trenches. are the trenches? <laughs> why are you the only one experiencing the negative aspects of it? They are able to go out. Not even and that. Why frivolous. are you the perpetrator of the trenches? You have created the trenches. This is not something that we're working Mm-mm. through together. This is a you financial hardship. A, this is a death of somebody. The hardship is you. That you are the, in fact, you are, you are the hardship. You are the trial and tribulation. It's you. Stop it's, it. it's, it's nothing else. You are the issue. I need to remove myself from this I'll situation. Da- Listen, I'll be damned, Courtney, if you ever came and said, yep, I've been going through trial and tribulations with my partner. I'll be damned. You wouldn't break don't ever. Because <laughs> I'll go and find that man. But it, it comes down to this mindset of, Will I be able to find better? Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, used yeah. to this. Yeah. Like if you're used to those patterns, if yeah. you're used to those behaviors, if you're used to seeing that this is what love means. Mm-hmm. Someone can say they love you mm-hmm. and be unfaithful. Mm-hmm. Someone can say they love you and hit you. Someone can say they love you and just continuously disrespect you. If your definition of love is that, 
why would you leave? Yeah, that's true. You know, so you have to actually reframe your mind altogether to get new definitions and an understanding of actual possibilities that are out there. You might not have even physically seen it, but get some examples, you know, look for examples out there and just tell yourself it's possible. And why shouldn't it be possible for me? Despite my past, despite what I've been through, despite what I look like, I want to be happy and I want to be whole. Mm. You're a detriment to that. You're <laughs> actually an enemy of that. I need to leave. <laughs> but you, that only comes with putting yourself first. And a lot of people don't, not necessarily putting yourself first, but like you said, sometimes but I think peace that's, oh, requires some selfishness. Goodness, that's even, an, again, a whole nother topic. But this whole idea that womanhood and femininity encompasses you being selfless completely utterly selfless to the point of people just trampling over you like this because <laughs> people out no people will fully be out here treating you like a mother they will mow over you they'll bring once you say you can step on me somebody's gonna bring their tractor you know give an inch people will take them out and honestly. that's the problem like you i just want peace honestly i, I don't have time i don't have time or headspace for a headache at lord all. knows that the things of this world are already testing oh goodness tiring i don't even have the word to mm. encompass the exhaustion <laughs> of this world you now want to of add more turbulence yeah like imagine planes are crashing you want to add turbulence to the end yeah mm, it's, no, not it's not it me. it's not it so i mean to all the sisters and even the brothers that you know eavesdrop on these conversations <laughs> we see you, <laughs> we see you. <laughs> pursue something healthy yeah, right and yeah. and know that you deserve health yeah in, yeah in your life um, and to have relationships that thrive that's not to say they won't be without challenge but like we said there are some challenges that are worth going through and others where you just have to say this this isn't going to drag me through the the trenches right wow I feel like that was such an uplifting conversation it is I love it Sunday love and light on Valentine's Day to open up season two we love it but we want to hear from you tell us your experiences when it comes to heartbreak rejection disappointment how have you got through these situations sis tell us by adding us over on Instagram at to my sisterhood and you can also come and say hi to us personally at CD Boating and at Renee and of course you can always tweet us with the hashtag to my sisters and sis how many times do we have to tell you (laughs) it's season two (laughs) don't be waiting until the end of the season to join the sisterhood by signing up for our weekly newsletter so we can grow and glow together we'll talk to you very soon and remember keep glowing and growing 